1: Lori and Julia show My Talk 107.1 Everything Entertainment. Thank you for joining us on this Thursday. We're looking forward to later in the hour. We're going to chat with the esteemed journalist, Mr. John Dream from the Star Tribune. Time to look back at the 2018 year in music. That's right,
0: Donnie Love. He's going to have to stay in touch with us for two segments. We have so much to discuss. Okay, good. I have a public service announcement. Again. Again. Is it about tampons? No. (laughs) And it's not about cantaloupes. (laughs) So I'm at the bowling alley last night, go up to buy the team a round of cheers because Mm -hmm. I've missed eight weeks of bowling with your cold shoulder. And, and my broken foot, and then we had work appearances that yep. also, you know, so I bowled exactly once in September.
2: Wow. Which
0: is, you know... Unheard, unheard of. Unheard of. So I get up there, get up there and my team isn't around yet, so I look at my phone, and I see I have some apps that need to be updated. So, I deny Facebook the update, um, because I'm mad <laughs> deny, at them. I
2: deny. Mm-hmm. Uh,
0: and then I update... You know Twitter and you know uh, Google Map and just a f- few that I use, and then I accidentally hit install the flashlight.
2: Oh, because you were wondering why you didn't have one.
0: But you don't need to install the flashlight app because
2: everybody's phone, phone. If
0: you just pull it down from the top, did you
2: finally figure out where your flashlight was? Because well, remember last week you couldn't find it.
0: Yeah, you just pulled down from the top of your phone. Okay, I know how so to there do it is. It. Yeah. So anyway, so I install this flashlight app, and then all of a sudden. I get an ad. Would you like to wish Donald Trump a Merry Christmas? I'm like, what? What? <laughs> then I get a thing. Do you need help with addiction recovery? Then I get a thing. Uh, contact all the contacts in your or merge all the contacts in your phone and become friends on Facebook. Ah! Now I am
2: going. Someone is watching is, me. Someone's listening to me. Yep. What is happening? They know where I am. Or, They're
0: GPSing They know what me. I've been talking about, yeah. and I'm like going out of my mind. So I go to my Sprint store today. And
2: what kind of phone do you have, I have though? an
0: Android. You have, have an Android? A, yeah, I have a Samsung. Okay. Love oh, it. me too. Yes, love it. So anyway, and... I tell the guy, I said, I, I'm being listened to and and I'm getting these ads that are popping up and I'm having the young people at Bowling were looking. They're like, we don't know what the hell is going on with your phone. And he said, do you have a flashlight app or app spotlight installed? And we looked at all my apps. Yeah. He said, you got to get rid of those two because those two are, they're, he tried it basically, they're poison They're poison apps and they'll clutter, you'll get ads where you never got ads and it seems to be listening. And I said, how do I turn off my microphone? Because I don't like that my phone shows me things that I've just been talking about. You know, so he showed me that and you have, you know, if I'm going to send my friend Cheryl a Snapchat, we like to yeah, do the talking do. ones. Yeah. I'll have to turn it back on.
2: Oh, got it. Okay. Anyway,
0: so I'm foiling my phone, I hope.
2: It, that's kind of, that's it, a lot. That would have, yeah, but I, you have to buy, you have to beware.
0: Yes. Yeah, so we, this kid, I mean, he was so nice. We went through every app I had, and I got rid of like four.
2: Yeah, that and, you didn't need. But that sometimes just, they
0: come with your phone and right, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he goes, I'm taking computer science. I'm getting, this is, I'm this is going to be my future. I'm getting into all this stuff, all these different ways. And he said, Facebook has made some changes he says but they're doing some other bad things i said yeah tell me about it this <laughs> i'm not uh, updating that app i'll show them i don't do
2: it on my phone
0: i'll show them i'll keep
2: it on my work computers yeah. or something i don't do it on my phone anyway that's funny i
0: know but it was fun to be back at the lanes oh i
2: believe it i was out with the tommy mommies last night yeah. having some holiday cheer so fun so so much good food Funny night. Yeah, people were festive last night. The holly fun. dorks were in
0: their Christmas mm-hmm. uh outfits and earrings. And some guys were in shorts, including a guy on my team who bulls in shorts year-round because he runs so hot. And then I wow. met, a, met a new guy who's on our bowling team who I haven't even bowled with.
2: Didn't even know who he was. Lori, is your team doing well? We're
0: in the middle of the pack, right, Julia. Perfect. We're in the middle of
2: 24 teams. We're smack in the middle. Okay, I have to show you something. Mm-hmm. Sniglet Char sent us a card. And it's kind of polite re- reactions to totally unwanted gifts. And it has a picture of a Christmas bulb. And then it has a wheel. That you turn and spin. So, say. so kind of polite reactions to totally unwanted gifts. So you open something and um, you just say, Happy Holidays! And what you're really thinking is, I'm sure they meant well. <laughs> Another one mm. is... You open something you don't want and you're like weird. And you, say, you say, Oh, you shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. And what you're really thinking is, No, really, you shouldn't <laughs> have. Enough, <right. laughs> yeah, and right. then another one is I've never seen one of these before.
0: That's what you say when you open it? Yeah. Okay, I've said and you're that.
2: thinking, I hope to never see one of these again. again. Right. And the last one is, um, Oh, say this is almost too nice to use, and what you're really thinking is, have you heard the term (laughs) "regift"? Right. (laughs) Anyway, that's kind of fun. Everyone, you know me so well, and Mm -hmm. you're thinking, have we ever even met? What the heck? You know, I hate onions or whatever. You know. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was kind of cute. So thanks, Char, and thanks everyone else who sent us the cards. We really wish you all happy holidays as well. We only have. Five days left. That's
0: right. Plenty of time.
2: Mm-hmm. Plenty of time. No problem. Don't panic. Comcast is open because I had to go to Comcast today mm-hmm. to get a new remote. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are open, I think, till 5 o'clock on Christmas Eve. And I remember we used to always work till 6 p.m. on Christmas Eve. I'm so grateful we don't work it this well, year. Yeah.
0: That's, um,
2: that's always a tough shift.
0: Yeah. Because <laughs> next year, Christmas Eve will be Tuesday and Christmas Day will be Wednesday. That's yeah. everybody's favorite. Yeah
2: oh yeah
3: midweek right uh-huh. in the middle of the yeah. week
0: oh. but you know if you took the whole week off you right. know you could end up having like uh, 10 days off or something delicious yes, like that you could. but you know i don't like to take time off and sit at home i like to you take really time don't. off and you don't. go somewhere I really yeah i'm not uh even if i just go to duluth but i just don't stay at home unless like i'm sick
2: i know you don't yeah I know you don't. I don't mind it. I I don't mind being at home at all.
0: Yeah. No, no, I gotta I, I gotta get I gotta no. get somewhere. I gotta go somewhere. You gotta get somewhere and go somewhere. You know, um and then I'm l i am I was looking, you know, we're switching over our day timers to twenty nineteen. Yes we are. And, and Lori I,
2: and I use paper. Yes, more and more people Donnie do you? Oh yeah, it's yeah. yes,
0: right on my desk. Oh. Yeah. It's too hard to make appointments on your phone no, and have your calendar no, be no, on your no, phone. No. It's I
2: hate relying on that phone for every darn yeah.
0: thing. So I save all my day timers in same. case we ever write a book. Same.
2: Lori. same.
0: But I'm looking at my day timers. Going back to when we started on the radio and 2000? maybe even before that. Mm-hmm. But I noticed uh, an alarming groundhog year, trend. over year trend. You my travel da- the same weeks? No. Well, my date book is filled with vacations.
2: Hair appointments. B- Blowouts. That's right. Dr. Crutchfield. Crutchfield dermatology. Dentist. Dr. Winmiller. Those are only you know. twice a year. Live broadcasts. uh uh-huh. SAG
0: Awards. State State, State Fair. Fair. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I mean, repeat, rinse, right. and repeat. Right. I'm like yeah. having groundhog concerts, years. music, music, and concerts Bluesfest is everything. Yeah, is whatever. The, always
2: that weekend. This is yeah. But I'm like, if any if anyone were to like archive and learn, they would be like, wow, this, this is one really interesting woman. Like, she leaves a leads a really full <laughs> life. She's a giver. This one.
0: <laughs> oh my. It's like we, 19, 2002 could be substituted for yeah. 2008. It was just you like didn't that. have
2: any, as many it's blowouts in 2002, though.
0: No, because we just started. I hadn't you met hadn't, Paul Felipe. Probably the blowouts really started in earnest in 2004. Yeah. Yeah.
2: And that's if you're just joining us and you don't know Lori's trend. She doesn't wash her hair. Last time you watched it was in Mexico last, last,
0: last November. Week? Yeah. That's right. Mm-hmm. But blowouts. A year and ago, November. And every year at the state fair, some. Buddy or two will come up to me and say, Just tell me again what a blowout is. It's not a sexual thing. And I go, It used to be called a shampoo and set in the olden days. Yes. Or a wash and go or, you know. Shampoo
2: and set. Yeah. And she
0: goes, Oh, I've never really used it. Your hair looks
2: really nice today. Fresh blowout. Yeah, I can tell. Mine, um, freshly slept
1: on yeah there you go okay
2: <laughs> <laughs> there's always a little bit of a difference
0: Wait, were you
1: did you you were at the hair place today Lori? yeah yeah you could tell that's why you got, i'm surprised i didn't get thirty seven thousand text messages i thought i
0: really was sending a lot in fact i said to jasmine i said i'm gonna put my phone down now before donnie has a heart attack. <laughs> really because i'm just scrolling and reading room. and sending all right listen we come back it's our story we can't get enough Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. A lot of good couch was happening on Late Night last night. Jennifer Lopez and Leah Remini on James
2: Corden. Very funny.
0: Ben Stiller talking Escape of Mora with Jimmy Kimmel. And Rachel Brosnahan, who plays Mrs. Maisel. She doesn't do a lot of couch. And she was on with uh, Stephen Colbert. Oh, well, Seth Meyers. Or Seth Meyers, excuse me. So it's just, you know, they're all squeezing it in this week because next mm-hmm. week it's going to be dark and with a lot of these shows reruns. And last night in the clubhouse, Andy Cohen had Saoirse Ronan, who is playing in Mary Queen of Scots, and Lucas Hedges, whose dad just directed himself and Julia Roberts in Boy Erased. Right. And we know Lucas from
1: Manchester by
0: yes. the Sea. And yes.
1: But, Laurie, it wasn't Boy Erased. It was well, Ben Beck. Oh, yeah. Ben is, yeah.
0: Back. Ben, ben is back. Ben is, ben is back. I get ben those back. two movies confused. They seem <laughs> like they're about the same be. Boy Erased is the Timothy Chalamet. Right. Yes. Who's still dating Lily Rose Depp, by the way. They yes. shared a creme brulee in Greenwich Village last night. I just love these two together.
2: Mm
0: mm-hmm. I'm so glad she's not dating the 28 year old.
2: Right. You know? No, good for her. Okay, so age-appropriate.
0: Here's someone, and Lucas Hedges, his dad, uh, Peter Hedges, did did, uh, write this movie. And I think in the Star Tribune, there was a nice story about how when he lived in Iowa, he'd go up to the Guthrie. And just, you know, what a big theater and movie. And he'd never even thought about casting a son in this movie, Ben Is Back, which is about a boy who his parents send him to a gay conversion therapy place. Right. So I don't know if it's set in the 80s or what it is, you know, but um, it's it's getting good reviews. And Julia Roberts, uh, you know, plays his mom... Or am no. I getting it mixed no, up? You're with getting it. No, no, Nicole no. Kidman plays oh, his mom. You no, got it no. mixed
2: up. It's very <laughs> There's like three movies that are all about drugs and boys it, and exactly. And at the same age with Nicole Kidman with Julia Roberts. Robert's and someone okay. Else. All right, yeah. fine. Forget it. I'm not gonna explain Look it. Up, Look people. it up. Look it up. Remember, only fifty percent of what we say is true. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's
0: yeah, so I'm so glad I looked up Boy race that has eighty one nice. percent at Rotten Tomatoes. Um but here's uh, Lucas Hedges being asked about playing opposite. Shia LaBeouf.
4: My question is for Lucas. So, since he'll soon be playing Shia LaBeouf in Honey Boy, what would you say is the biggest misconception people have about him?
1: Um, uh, I'd say the biggest misconception is I think everything he's ever done that would be considered deplorable, he's, uh, he's done from a place of, um, of I, I think, being af- af- uh, really just afraid of the people around him. And he has the biggest heart, one of the biggest hearts of anybody I've ever met in my entire life.
0: And I didn't even know that there was a movie about Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, did you? Do you guys remember? that? I
1: just read about it recently. Yeah, it out in January. Have,
0: because he does have an interesting um, childhood what is it called? and
1: life. Honey Boy.
0: Honey oh, Boy. Oh yeah, yeah he it's plays. About, okay. Uh,
1: a child actor works to mend the relationship with his hard-drinking, law-breaking dad. Right. So I guess Lucas is playing Shia, although Shia is in the movie and oh, wrote the crap. movie.
2: Oh yeah, uh, all right. Okay. We'll Wait till that one comes out and let's hear Lori's description <laughs> yeah, really. of that movie. But well, Boy Erased yeah. is the conversion therapy
0: yes, that yes. he is in. Yeah, and that is eighty-one percent with Nicole Kidman as the mom. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And oh, we Russell said that. <laughs> yeah, dad. I know. He's in two movies with two movie star moms, basically. Yeah. Yeah, it's quite a career. Yeah. Okay. Cuz yeah, because he's was in the movie he went was invited to uh Julia Roberts' house for dinner. Are we, are we
2: talking about Lucas Hedges? Yeah. Okay, Lori. Okay, he's in Boy is Back. He's oh, No,
1: Ben is back. Ben is ben back. Is back in is Boy and Race. He's yeah. in both.
2: Play. Oh gosh. This, this is, is why so... it's
0: so confusing cuz he's in both movies with two Hollywood A-list actresses <laughs> as his mom. One playing the the like the addict and the yeah. other one going to the gay conversion.
2: Oh, for crying out loud. He's
0: just very cash.
3: All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you
0: need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien podcast.
3: Or UAP for
0: short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP.
3: Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this
1: is Chris Jenner,
3: LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends.
1: Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel.
0: By the way, I mean, he had the high water pants on and crew socks and like a raggedy old T-shirt. So he was real chill about being next to Saoirse Ronan with the most darling accent. Let's play the next cut. My question's for Saoirse. (laughs) Okay. Do you think that you
2: and Greta Gerwig will ever work on a sequel to Lady Bird? And have you talked to her about that?
5: Mm. Um, No, we haven't spoken about it. I don't know if we would. I mean, she does love the idea of um, sort of carrying on with a character throughout their life. Mm. So maybe it's something we'd go back to in like 10 years ago. That would be amazing. It would be. Yeah. So, like a it ended head. with her yeah. moving to New York, right? Yeah. 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 And she's at that party and... She's at that party yeah. and she uses her real name for the first time. Yes. And she says she's from Sacramento and, and then, yeah, and then she calls up her mom and dad and says, I'm sorry for everything I've right. done.
0: <laughs> right, right. So it would be cool and...
5: It would be nice, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, because Greta's in New York now and she's killing it. And yeah. so it, might, it would be quite nice to see what Christine ends up doing in yeah. the future, yeah. It's so
2: weird because she was born in the Bronx and when she was three, they moved to Ireland. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, and, you know... And his, it's darling, it, Right. Accent. It's It's beyond darling. And, and Greta
0: Gerwig just finished so, wrapping little women and Sersha Ronan is in it. And yes, I think she yes. plays Joe because she told Andy, Joe March. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He, he said, did you, what's the last thing either of you took from a movie set? She said, well, we just wrapped little women yesterday and I took the book that Joe writes.
2: Okay, there's too many. There's so many crossovers going on. Right I know, now. Like, but ah! isn't that something? Yes.
0: Okay, so let's play the next one. Uh, another one, Saoirse Ronan. Uh, Saoirse,
2: Trisha P wants to know: since you are such a huge Lady Gaga fan, have you have you met her yet? And what did you think of
4: Star is Born*?
5: Oh, I yes, I've met her. Um, yeah, I've met her a couple of times. And I loved a Star Is Born. I was a huge I am a huge, huge fan of the Barbara Chris Same. Christopherson so one. Good. So yeah. I was going in with very high expectations and um and I think Bradley just nailed it. I think yeah. like that's his first film. Yeah. And he's so He's so brilliant and I had seen an earlier cut of it as well and I remember looking at him afterwards after we had watched it and he you could tell he was like, no, we still need to fix this and we need to fix that. Right. He's a real worker, you know, so um, I just think he worker. did the most amazing job.
0: I loved, she loved I loved him. the loved him.
2: She's so <laughs> darling. And she met and fell in love with her co-host... Co-star. On co-star on Mary, yeah, oh, Mary Queen, Queen of Scots. Scots yeah. He's a babe. Yeah, he's very, cute. I forget his cute. name. Very, very cute. She's just... Darling. She really is. She's delicious. Well, and Andy
0: said, even though, you know, he said not all the critics are loving it, he said, I loved Mary Queen of Scots. They're 86%, I mean, 86 positive reviews and 54 not positive. So I think if you're interested in the story... That
2: one looks better to me than the favorite. The
0: favorite, and then Stephen King just an hour ago said, uh, tweeted, "I was absolutely riveted by Bird Box, Netflix." Sandra Bullock, don't believe the lukewarm reviews, which in part may be caused by reviewers' ambivalence to the streaming. Platform as opposed to theatrical releases, and he calls it uh, NP Netflix Prejudice.
2: I would agree because, because
0: Dumplin, same yep. thing, yeah. you know. So good. It is such, it was one mm-hmm. of our favorite movies that we saw mm-hmm. this year, you know. And one
2: of the big hits this past year on Netflix was To All the Boys I've Loved Before. They just announced yeah. today they're going to do a sequel.
0: I got to see that movie. But
2: this is more exciting to me. Ray Donovan is renewed for season seven. Yes, that Julia. season this year it has is, been amazing. Ray Donovan. On Showtime, if you never watched it, it's so bloody good. Yeah, so good. It's so good.
0: All right, very good. All go. right, John Bream is coming up next. We're going to talk top concerts, top, top albums, just sort of get a sneak peek of his year in review, and also do some music gossip.
1: This is going viral in a big way.
3: This is the My Talk Now trending report. What's this?
1: What's the latest? What's the latest? What's the latest?
3: All right, turning online this afternoon, a uh, big trailer debuting this morning would be for uh, Men in Black International. That's the, I believe, fourth installment of the Men in Black franchise, starring Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth. Donnie gives it a so-so. However, I feel like you perhaps were not a fan of the original Men in Black film no, series. No, no, I,
1: I very much liked the first one. And the second one, I thought, was dull. Oh, so there you
3: go. Did you even watch the third one? Is there a third one? I don't know. Who's on first, Donnie? Uh, Josh Dumel trending. He was on Dax Shepard's podcast and said that he is looking to date someone young enough to have children. So, uh, ladies, gentlemen, you have been educated by Josh Dumel of his preferences. Also, uh, Paris Hilton, she's opening up about that infamous uh, mid-2000s uh, Bentley ride with uh, Britney Spears and Lindsay Lohan. And she said Lindsay Lohan crashed the scene and followed them around. Yeah, well, not surprising there. All right, well, that's what's trending here at My Talk. And remember, Jason and Alexis, they're celebrating their 10 year anniversary on the air tomorrow, December 21st. Congratulations, Jason and Alexis. And help us take a trip down memory lane. You can still use the My Mic feature on our My Talk app to record an audio message for Jason and Alexis. You just might hear it tomorrow on the air. Well, that's what's trending here at My Talk now. Donnie, how's the weather? And it's brought to you by.
0: Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us on this Thursday. It's the 11th day of Christmas, so if you've been following the MyTalk things, we have uh, Julia doing the 11 mispronunciation, or most wonderfully pronounced, mispronounced Mispronounced names. It's pretty funny. Wonderfully. Yeah, it's just wonderful, Julia. And John Bream is in the studio. We have not seen him since, since our it's... annual state fair wrap up. How are you? Well, I, I've seen you out, but I uh, haven't. Happy
4: holidays. Happy I'm, holidays. I'm, I'm just
0: fine. Busy, busy year. Oh, it really is. Push that microphone up just a little bit. Okay, so I I, I was so happy that you tweeted today that you were going to tease us and give us some of your year-end concert and album reviews, because is that coming out in Sunday's paper? In
4: Sunday's paper, my list and Chris Riemenschneider's
0: yeah. list. Yeah. But you also included Taylor Swift. I know, I well, loved she made my team. list. She has one of the, your best albums?
4: No, that album actually came out the year before. Reputation. So it wasn't one of my best albums of 2017, was? but one of her concerts was
2: really a big best, darn deal
4: uh, best concerts of 2018 really uh, which actually two of her two concerts. of them at us yeah, but, bank stadium they were both pretty much the same one Yeah, the difference but i went to both of them they, they were did? outstanding yes amazing
1: really? production.
0: okay for this year i'm curious what is the concert review you got the most backlash to and what's the concert the review that everyone was like yay john
4: uh the most backlash would probably be bob seeger okay Last week.
0: Yeah, I was mm-hmm. at that concert.
4: And uh, and I've, I did
0: give it a better review than you did. <laughs> I thought
4: the band was terrific. The songs are great. Bob's spirit was great, but his voice was shot.
2: He can't sing.
4: He, well, he can sing, but he can't sing like Bob Seger from his heyday, or he wasn't even as good as five years ago with Bob Seger. And I'm sorry, when people are paying in excess of $100 for tickets and they're going for over $1,000 on the secondary market, um he's got to give us our money's worth
2: yeah do you think that he was his voice was hoarse or he's just like it because he was kind of talking a lot
4: well he was hoarse while he was talking Mm -hmm. too but i read other reviews and this is only the seventh show on the tour i read other reviews where they they were not very complimentary about his voice
0: yeah because five years ago with the kid rock show that that was was great it sounded exactly like the radio
4: right (laughs) and you have to stay in shape You know, your voice is a muscle. A performer is an athlete. You see people like Tony Bennett, who's in his 90s and still sounds terrific. Mm -hmm. Bruce Springsteen, that guy works out all the time, takes care of his voice. Mick Jagger, same way. Mm -hmm. You can't, you know, Bob Seger took 10 years off, and God bless him, to spend time with raising his two kids. But he didn't work out. He didn't work on his voice. He didn't take care of himself, so to speak. He took care of his kids. And any performer, you need to work out. You can't lay off for a long period of time and then get back into game shape. As you've seen with Garth Brooks. Right. I mean, he struggles a little bit too, but he's got the. The mental energy and the he physical does. energy, mm-hmm. he may not have the same voice, but he, he goes out there and gives it, you know, 110%. Do you think
0: he's going to add a third concert at U.S. Bank Stadium? Well, the one today sold so out the again. The one
4: sold out quickly, uh, I don't think he'll yeah. add a third. I mean, is there a demand for it? Possibly. I mean, you realize, John, what did he do last time, 11 shows? Yeah. yeah, 11. Yeah. He 11 sold shows. out
2: today, so each time, each show at U.S. Bank sold out in one hour a week, less than a week apart from each other, and how many seats are in U.S. Bank Stadium in the round?
4: Well, we don't know in the round because he's the first one to do it in the round. And the real question I have about that show, Julia, is sound issues. Mm -hmm. There's always been sound issues with every single solitary concert. So either by putting it in the middle, either everyone's going to have a great seat or no one's going to have a great seat. Oh, interesting, okay. Because at all the other shows at... at uh, You know, the Viking Stadium. If you're close to the stage and close to the speakers, you have a very enjoyable performance. The sound is is very Mm -hmm. good. If you're at the far end or up in the upper decks, forget about it. It's just echoey is unbelievable.
0: Right. Okay, so what was the concert review that people were like, Yay, John Breen, we loved your review. Was it Taylor? Because her fans Um, are so
4: avid or Well, you don't hear as much positive. Interestingly, the most Um, agreeable feedback I got (laughs) was for Brian Wilson's Christmas show, which was a very negative review. It was so negative. But all but one of the emailers agreed with me. Really? How sad it was and um, dispirited it was to see a Christmas show with him up there looking so unhappy.
2: How do they do that? Is it just a money grab?
4: I, I wouldn't say it's a money grab. First of all, you know, he's got this... He's got mental illness. We know. Yeah. That. He takes right. drugs for mental sure. illness. The drugs make your face, you make your mouth droop. You know, you have, yeah. you look effectless up there. Yeah. Okay. You know, you're listless. And so we don't know what's going on in his mind. We, he may be enjoying himself. Yeah. We don't know that. Yeah. But we don't enjoy looking at him doing that. And to do a Christmas show, you know, Christmas is always about comfort and joy. Mm-hmm. And this guy looked, joyless and uncomfortable up mm-hmm, there.
2: right?
4: And and so that's what was difficult. And making it doubly difficult, I thought, it was the opening night of the tour, and the band seemed unprepared, mm-hmm. under-rehearsed, disorganized. You mm-hmm. can't have that for, for that. Yeah. The second half of the show, which was Beach Boys hits, was terrific. Okay. And people stood up and gave them standing ovations after oh, okay. most of the songs yeah. because the band carried the show. But in the Christmas part, the band didn't carry the show, and it was just... Very, very sad and, and disappointing. And, you know, people felt sorry for him.
2: Right.
0: What were some of your other favorite concerts this year? Well, my number, I'll we're tell you which the John number Bream one concert of the year. Mm-hmm.
4: And Chris Riemann Schneider agreed with me. We don't always go to the, all the same concerts. Yeah. But it was David Byrne. Oh, at oh, the Orpheum!
0: Talking Heads. I know people. This who This was
4: the most high concept, most fulfilling David Byrne show since you mentioned Talking Heads, mm-hmm. since the Stop Making Sense tour in '83 for and that 1984 at, movie. Yeah, and uh, this is a really high concept show. No one had instruments that plugged in or stood on stage; they're all attached to their bodies. Wow! Even, even the keyboard player, mm-hmm. you know, had a, a keyboard with a the um, harness around him. And the stage was framed with a beaded curtain. And so they'd pop in and out of the curtains. Everyone was wearing a matching suit. Um, And it was just really high concept, really tightly choreographed and absolutely amazing. Because also for the first time, David Byrne seemed warm and human. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Here's a guy who, you know, talk about (laughs) effectless. I mean, this guy always seems to be in kind of his own zone and his face doesn't register and this time he seemed warmer, more human, and it, it was a fabulous show.
0: Yeah. And how what fun? was your
4: worst? My worst concert? Whoa, I don't know what the worst concert of the year. I, this most
0: disappointing. I think Seeger
4: would probably rank as okay. the mo- most disappointing when, when people had such high expectations. And you, you also realize this is his farewell tour. Mm-hmm. Right. We had farewell tours this year by Joan Baez, Leonard Skinner, Paul Simon. All those other farewell tours left us feeling good about the artist. This one left me feeling, geez, it's sad.
0: Yeah. I, I just enjoyed it. And my husband was glad I talked him into it. And I guess I was like glad I had seen him five years ago, too. You know, that i had to have the two but i was like he's leaving i gotta say goodbye to him right because i forget how many great songs he does have
4: but do you want to pay that much money to say goodbye and see i always have this yeah theory. i know
0: you see that's a good I, point i, I have this theory that tummy. if people
4: pay a lot of money you know for a concert whatever 130, whatever
0: 30 is okay. what we each paid
4: and and that was that's face a, value okay yeah,
0: yeah that was a lot
4: if you pay that much money Are you too proud to admit it wasn't that good and it wasn't worth it? You're not going to come away from a concert and tell your friends it wasn't worth it.
0: Right, because that's an airline ticket to Vegas, really.
2: (laughs) And I used to think (laughs) I would, you know, with the new music and the speakers and the sounds that you can get, why not just listen to it and enjoy that night, too? Sometimes, because concerts aren't worth it, because they don't
4: sound as good. Right. I mean, you're paying dearly, I say, to be in the presence of greatness, Mm -hmm. but... You know, it's not a book signing tour. They're not there to give a speech. Yeah. They're there to entertain you, and you want to get your money's worth. It's just like people are paying big bucks to go see Michelle Obama
0: right, that's next true. March. Yeah.
4: Um, that's different. That's sort of the cult of personality. I mean, she's not a performer, per right, se, right. so you're going to hear her speak. That's the thrill of being in the presence
0: mm-hmm.
4: of, of a hero.
0: What do you make of the whole Super Bowl brouhaha? Now, we've we- heard today that Travis Scott is going to join Maroon 5 Maroon 5. I'm like, I feel so meh about them being a halftime show.
4: I mean, girls like you, yes.
0: Yeah. I mean, I like that song, but I like his first album. And the Travis best. Scott, I mean, it, he had a sold out show, The Astro World, a couple weeks ago. I don't know if that's on your best album list or anything no, like I, that. No, it's not. And it's I didn't not. go to that show, okay. but it's
4: on Chris's list.
0: It is. So, I mean, that might help that show a little bit. Or do you think that the NFL just likes to milk the whole controversy about who's performing they do it every year
4: i don't know that they want to milk the controversy i think they want to get an act that's going to create buzz that's going to create excitement maybe they're trying to create a little bit more buzz and get a little hipper by having a a contemporary artist like travis scott who's hot mm-hmm. yeah and and certainly appeals to a, a different demographic show up right <laughs> well yeah and he's he's is he married to kylie jenner Did today not yeah, but okay. we're
0: expecting him to propose during the super bowl right like during a firework explosion Yeah, had, or that's something. a brilliant idea <laughs>
4: yeah. and it, wasn't she just named one of the richest she's, celebrities she's, in she's the world? a billionaire yeah i mean she was worth more money than I, jay-z yeah.
0: i know yeah it's unbelievable isn't right. that unbelievable all right listen and we're she's t- like 12 isn't I, I, she 20. But but the thing 20, is, yeah.
4: I, you know, the, the Super Bowl controversy. They're always wanting to get the, the you know a buzzy star, mm-hmm. and they always seem to end up with someone who's kind of meh, meh and kind of passe. And you know, you can't have Taylor Swift. You know why? Because the Pepsi.
2: Coca-Cola
0: and exactly, Pepsi. she yeah.
4: endorses Coke, and it's a Pepsi halftime social. Yeah. So she's one of the the biggest superstar who's gotten away.
0: Yeah, I always think we always think uh, Kelly Clarkson would, I, be would be fantastic at it too. You know. We love she her. Would, we, she would be good too. She'd be amazing. All right, we're with John Bream from the Star Tribune. When we come back. We're going to talk top albums of 2018. Oh, I gotta ask you got this. Concerts and everything else, along with his partner Chris Schneider at the Star Tribune. So, albums, albums of the year. People, Rolling Stone has put out their list. Entertainment Weekly, Billboard. Are you in agreement with some of these lists?
4: Um. You know, I look at some of those lists, but it doesn't necessarily influence what I pick. Yeah, Um,
2: that's a darn good critic. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Mm -hmm. You know,
4: sometimes you go with what makes sense professionally or critically. I think this year my list reflects a lot more my personal tastes. Mm -hmm. Um, My number one album is Janelle Monae, Dirty Computer, which made a lot of lists. Yes, Um, it did. I've been a big fan for a long time, and I like her futuristic funk. I like her empowering Messages. Um, Did she
0: talk that she was obviously influenced by Prince?
4: Oh yeah, th- yeah There's no okay. question. And mm-hmm. and while he was alive, he went to every one of her shows in is the Twin right? Cities. Yeah, and 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 they were certainly friends. And um, his influence is, is definitely felt on that album. And he, he, I think he plays on one of the songs.
0: He does. Okay. How about I, I love my girl Casey Musgraves, and a lot of people mm-hmm. are picking Golden Hour. That album is one of the best albums of the year. Are you? In agreement, maybe not your top 10, but it would
4: be in like your top 20? Maybe my bottom 10. Oh, really?
2: you are okay. so getting the blank <laughs> stare. And Lori's uh, uh, just, maybe this is not the top 10, but that, let's, that's let's okay. expand no, it.
4: Uh, interestingly, last night um, I, I participated in a national uh, poll of country music critics mm-hmm. and I wrote a comment to them about how disappointing that album was because I loved her previous two albums. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, you know, same trailer, different parts. I love and, that and, album. And pageant so material. I think they're excellent. I loved her kitschy stage presence. Oh, darling. And I thought both of those albums were kind of backward sounding, but forward looking. Mm-hmm. And then when I heard this new album, I listened to it the day it came out and she played here about five days later, opening for Little Big Town. I listened to that album and I go, what happened here? Oh, dear. All of a sudden, and, and then we, we see her in concert and she went from this kitschy stage presence where she wore cowgirl boots and she wore Christmas lights and you know western suits and this whole really cute kitschy kind of cowgirl vibe. And all of a sudden she looked like she was um Courtney Cox's little sister wearing a a mini dress oh. and platform heels Damn. and just dripping in diamonds like and sing, yeah. singing these banal love songs about how happy she was. Oh
0: dear. It's and, like what happened to Allie in a star is born after the record people oh my get God. their exactly. You know, it's they like get who their gave her this makeover
4: yeah. and, and it just and was a complete disconnect for me. She did not need it. God bless her, she's happy. You mm-hmm. know, and happily married and, and found bliss. But you know, these were like Songs that Taylor Swift might have written when she was 13 or 14 before you're ready to share them. They're just like simple, happy yeah. little love songs. And I, I was just really, utterly disappointed in the record. That and the Justin Timberlake album oh, were probably oh, my that. big disappointments yep. of the year. Because yeah. I mean, those are artists that I like yeah. and yeah. respect. And yeah. you have great expectations when it's an artist you mm-hmm. you. you enjoy that much and both of them let me down i swear he canceled his tour because the tickets maybe
2: he sells out the
0: concerts
4: Uh, he played two nights here i nights. nights i don't know
0: why you don't give him that i I, because i don't know i find it suspicious how he just canceled the whole rest of his tour i mean i think some places he's more popular than others
4: that could be and You know, it could also be that um, he's losing momentum or he's also, you know, having vocal problems or maybe he's got another project that's coming up. Maybe he's doing a movie. All right,
2: I have a question for you. Okay, so the Beatles came out with their remastered White Album. Yes. Did you listen to it? Did you like it?
4: Um, I listened to part of it. It's not something I spend a lot of time with. Okay. I I, I don't something, Do you not like the whole
2: remastered thing?
4: Um, What I like is when you get... I mean there's one good thing about that it it gives you a a great insight into how people make music when you hear the demos and you hear um how the songs kind of evolve if you're interested in that process but sometimes those things are overkill and they're ridiculously expensive for for what you get so they're they're only for hardcore fans And, and to be honest with you you know that album had it was the biggest beatles album in terms of number of songs it had 30 songs on it and they're not 30 great Beatles songs here we could have eliminated a few and maybe made it a single album but that said i really liked the uh the blood on the tracks box set that came out about the same week and that contained the five songs that were recorded in new york that were redone in minneapolis so we got to hear those and compare them because you'd only heard those on bootlegs before and then you got to hear dylan's process and dylan's process is so weird because every time he does a song, it almost sounds like a completely different song. He never does it the, the same, same way twice, and so you hear heard different evolutions. Whereas with the Beatles box, you know, you would hear like the the demo version, and then here was the finished version, and then here was the remastered version. Right.
0: Okay. I'm skipping all of that. Yeah. And, right.
4: and to me, it's too much. It, it's for the the hardcore Beatle maniac. Yeah.
0: Did okay. you like Egypt Station, Paul McCartney's?
4: album um i thought it was you know solid you know he he never breaks any new ground mm-hmm. but it, it was good the single was fun
2: yeah
4: um you know i like the
2: single yeah,
4: yeah. he was delightful on james corden yeah you know i mean oh that was so good yeah, you know right. people the thing about paul is if you remember back and you're a little bit too young for this but if you remember back and go back and look at the 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 beatles days and you watch those press conferences and those personalities that they displayed in those press conferences when they were 20, 21 years old, however young mm-hmm. they were, is exactly what they grew up to be. Yeah. Those, you know, Paul McCartney is very much like that personality he yeah, was yeah, in yeah. those press conferences. You know, he's obviously a little older, a little heavier, a mm-hmm. little grayer, and Ringo's just like that. And yeah. you know, Lennon and, and uh, Harrison grew up to be like that and you know, we miss them obviously. Yeah. But those early days just showed you what they were like. And Paul McCartney is so much like that yeah, nowadays, nowadays, except, you know, instead of, you know, a 30 second answer or a five second answer, or whatever those 10 minute press conferences were, we got to have 45 minutes with James Corden. Yeah, that running was great. Around, uh, Liverpool. How about
0: Ariana Grande's album, Sweetener? And she's billboards, you know, woman of the year. And what, do, what did you make of that album? Was that one of your faves?
4: It was close to my top ten. It I would was. probably put okay. it at eleven Give or twelve. Us- and mm-hmm. I loved her last night on was that last night on Jimmy yes. Fallon? Yeah, oh yeah. That uh, was good. she was terrific. I you know, I don't know about the outfit, but that was a Christmassy outfit. Yeah. But her voice, her is, voice is, amazing. is amazing. The stuff that she's been through yeah. in the last two years, from the tragedy over in England mm-hmm. to losing Mac Miller to breaking up with Pete Davidson, all the things she's been through very much in the public and she's been able to Deal with that, you know, psychologically through music. Yeah, and and, and her performances. I'm I'm really really looking forward to um, her performance. You know, when she comes this year.
0: Yeah, how excited were you about Brandy Car- Carlile's uh, Grammy? Did you think that was well deserved for this album?
4: Yes, I'm a huge fan, a longtime fan of Brandy. Mm-hmm. She's one of the people who made both my album and concert of the year lists, mm-hmm. and um, I'm very excited. I think she's got a good chance. But as Billboard commented in their analysis, someone writing for Billboard commented the other day, it's the NPR of music now. In oh. kind of this middle of the road, folky kind of organic, mm-hmm. rootsy Americana mm-hmm. stuff that's embraced by NPR's website. Right. Is is getting lots of attention from the Grammys instead of, you know, maybe the more mainstream hits by, you know, Travis Scott and other people.
0: Right.
2: Uh give us so when is your top albums of the year and your best of lists coming out?
4: Sunday. It'll be in Sunday's paper. Oh, it'll be in Sunday's
2: paper. All right. Don't forget to retweet it.
4: I will retweet okay. it. I don't yeah, no. know. I don't know if they're going to post it on Saturday or Friday or, Friday. or, or whenever. they Well, we
0: always out. like uh, seeing them. We didn't even get to like post Malone and Foo Fighters and I wanna Drake know Neil and Young, everybody else. Are you excited about Neil Drake, Young coming? No. Drake, no.
4: Okay. Yeah, and he stiffed us. He didn't come here. That that record, eighty nine minutes, and yeah. it's kind of chill and kind of boring. I know okay. people love it, and it was the second bestseller of yeah, the year. but still, but Drake's not my cup of tea. All
0: right, Neil, are you looking forward to Neil Young? Yes, yeah. four
4: nights, four different. Uh, Theatres, I think that's so cool. No one has ever-